Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Hire Us Hollywood, the podcast where we talk about the shows that Hollywood should be making. I am one of your lovely hosts, Diana, and the lovely uh, other lovely host, <laughs> can't talk, <laughs> is, is Taz. Oh, it's been a long day, y'all. Um, your other much lovelier host who can talk is Jackie. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Um, this episode is brought to you after Diana and Bo- I have both worked our 8 to 5, so prepare for silliness. However, that's not my fun fact for Diana, because for all of our faithful listeners out there, you know that that's how we like to kick off every episode. To introduce you, we like to come up with a fun fact for uh, the other house. So my fun fact for Diana is, other than being a super lovely friend, is she is quite the chef. But, like, a very fancy chef. Like, I am a reheater. Diana is, like, a menu planner. Like, she makes her own recipes. She thinks through several days ahead. Like, Diana knows how to shop through a Whole Foods, but she also knows how to cook a Whole Foods. I feel like you're grossly over-exaggerating my skill level. I am just very, um... I would say adequate, <laughs> and I try try my best. Okay, but you um, use spices. Oh my god! I mean, I would hope everyone uses spices. We both know that that is not true. That everyone should use spices, but not everyone does. I think we both have talked about how, like, growing up, how like our parents would like refuse to use spices like my mom would like not put salt in anything she's like it doesn't need it and then like watching cooking channels as an adult i'm like oh my gosh like there's you're supposed to put salt in things like it was like it was an eye-opening opportunity for yeah. my kitchen yeah there is like my dad has like has introduced like two really big cooking things when like it's both using low sodium soy sauce and, like, this, like, Tony Chichere's, like, dry rub that he started using when he cooked stuff on the barbecue. And I think that about says everything you need to know about my cooking skills. Oh, my God. I love it. Well, I have a great fun fact about Jackie. And for those of you who don't know, which would be all of you, is that Jackie is now a West Coast lady. What, and what? And it's my favorite thing that Jackie, if you don't know this about her, she's a very determined lady. And she texted me a few days after she had moved to her new home that she was um, taking like a 60 pound Ikea desk to her apartment (laughs) and attempted to assemble it herself. And I don't know how many hours she got into it. And then she was just immediately like, I cannot do this. I give up. And this is Jackie, who I have seen like assemble phones and is very great at meticulously doing things but an ikea desk had to throttle her but jackie i never you never told me were you able to assemble it okay so fun fact y'all uh one of the things that was going on was i thought ikea put tools in their little baggies for assembling turns out ikea does not jackie they do they definitely were not in the baggies, and I bought more than just the desk. Okay, but, like, if it's an Allen Ranch, it is, but you're supposed to have, like, a hammer and, like, some, like, basic things. Well, I just moved into this place, and for those who know me, I'm awkward. 
I'm very introverted and I really don't like asking for help. So what I should have done was gone to one of my roommates and be like, hey, can I borrow your toolkit? Cause my toolkit was in my car, which didn't come, but I didn't. So I was using makeshift tools like a dum-dum. And that's why I was like, okay, I'm done. I can't do it. Cause like I had built like a couple pieces to it. And then I was like, my, I'm not going to trust this to put my laptop on it. So yeah. So then it just became like four different trips to the trash over more than one trash cycle. Wait, did you throw it out? A hundred percent. What was I going to do? Jackie! Bring it back to Ikea? Chucky, if you call Ikea, they will send you the parts that you don't have. Oops. Jackie, it says so <laughs> on the instructions. Oh my god. You it wasted $60. You could have hired a TaskRabbit. You know, yeah. That was what I'm I would so call upset for a you fail. right now. I okay, really Jack- didn't know I could contact Ikea and they would send me it. Did you not just, like, YouTube it either? No. Jackie, I, you couldn't, like, FaceTime me and I would have guided you through it. I mean, we all learned something here today, folks. <laughs> and that is that sometimes <laughs> I can be smart and other times I am boo-boo the fool. Boo-boo the dumb fool. <laughs> and oh I just need to call God. Diana more frequently. Jesus, dear Lord. Okay, that poor desk had never had a chance. What are you putting your laptop on? I got like one of those Target like forty dollar plastic desks. Was it pre-assembled? Yes. I'm just. I can't believe you just threw it out. It was multiple trips, Diana. I told you it was a sixty pound desk so there were more than one piece lots of pieces and then there wasn't room in the trash to throw it all out because i live in the second floor so they had to bring it down to the trash it was not a one-time ordeal you should have just like carved it into like something else what would i have carved it into like a high-res hollywood i don't know something cool like a bookend that would have been better than putting it in the trash yeah upcycle upcycle uptown dog i don't know uptown funk anyways this is not a show about your lack of desk building ability or upcycling this is a show about tv and hollywood and the glamour of us pitching shows you wouldn't know it yet but it is yeah yeah and jackie um you were telling me about a amazing fantastic idea i would like to hear much more of Okay, um, so I think you should take it away. Okay, I will take it away. I would like to say that this is actually inspired by one of my roommates who's an engineer. And in, both my roommates are like off the charts, like tech smart, where like if I had asked them to help me with the desk, they actually would have helped me with the desk. But obviously I didn't. <laughs> However, they both have like very good coding skills. But one of my roommates was mentioning how there's systems where when you like submit feedback, whether something's broken or just not right, like you report a bug to a system. And then there's a human on the other side of the system. So this got me thinking, what happens if somebody puts coded messages through this shake to feedback? All right. So if you're following me here. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love shake to feedback? So this is the setting for the show. 
I wanted to be somebody who's in their early 20s. Um, if you are one of our listeners to episode one, Pizza Vigilante, it could be one of our female characters from Pizza Vigilante. But it's somebody who's a new grad who has to deal with their like new financial world. They don't get into the company number one. They get into like company number two or three. And they end up getting kind of stuck or pigeonholed into the department that has to deal with all of these feedback. And it's what def- type of company is this? Is this like a tech company? Is this like a medical? Is this like insurance? Like what, what industry are we in? I would definitely say it's something corporate techie. Okay. Okay. So we're like in the Silicon Valley. Yes, we are where I am. Okay. Yeah, we're cutting to the chase there. Setting Jackie's backyard. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, my backyard. So the whole idea is that this person is having a job that they didn't really want to have. It's not really what their education. And they start getting these messages and they think that something's kind of going on with it. They're like, why is this in like hexadecimal? Or like, why is this coming through as a picture? And they go to report to their boss who's like a middle-aged person who's like, don't rock the boat because they've been there for too long but then it turns out the first episode that there actually are messages that our protagonist has to decode okay i love this like i can see this so clearly like you just have this person who was like the all-star like because you said it's like tech company three right like i can imagine them Mm -hmm. being like the all-star intern at like tech company number one and they're like so confident like it starts they're so confident that they're gonna get the job it's gonna be you know all-star career Mm -hmm. shooting to the top right and then the day comes they apply and then they're like "Ooh, we're going with someone else and they're just like devastated and then they take this sort of like you know, I don't want to say like shitty job, but this like very not as good, low, long, right job that they didn't think they'd have at this company that they don't like as much. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, so like, I don't not like bored, but there's just, I guess, bored and very like, they think they're too good for this, you know, f- shake the feedback or whatever calling it. Um, and they're just like, at first they think they're just like so bored. They're, they're just seeing messages in the I don't know what it's called messages in the messages right there's whatever mm-hmm. and everyone just sort of poo-poos them and then they're like slowly like oh no I'm not crazy and they're just they have to convince everyone they're not crazy exactly and they like keep trying to go to different people and they're like oh like this is a thing and people are like stop making it a thing it's never a thing our jobs don't matter we're riding the wave and then all of a sudden like the second or third act of the first episode is like we have to decide if they're going to have to solve a murder if there's uh corporate espionage tax evasion you name it there has to be some big thing that our protagonist has been found out before everybody else but she still has to decode I feel like it should be, like, a combo of, like, like corporate espionage that led to some sort of, like, murder, right? Mm-hmm. And that maybe the person who got murdered was the one that was trying to send the messages via these this feedback. Mm-hmm. And that, that those are the clues that will lead to who 
the murderer is, you know? And I think that also, like, provides an option, too, if, like, the person who's sending the messages is dead that they are protagonist then has to coordinate with other teams like she has to go outside like she has to talk to the people who are part of the janitorial staff to see like all the underground tunnels that would connect to this person's like office and things like that or she would have to talk to the people who do the video stuff so to see like the footage because the whole thing is is like this is a a limited series it's like big little lies but like only one season yeah, I could very much see it being like also you sort of see this person and they're and like this person's friends are all concerned where this person would be sort of like, okay, like eight to five on the dot, like they're not staying a minute longer. They're talking about how much they hate their job or how bored they are and all of a sudden they're there super late, they're super whatever, and everyone's like, What's going on? Like, why are you here so late? Like you're all of a sudden so into all this stuff and people are like, this doesn't make sense, you know? Um, And then I sort of would love if this is sort of playing into this person discovers that this is like espionage and stuff is tied to this, this company that she interned, right? The, the number Mm -hmm. one company um, that she thinks in her mind is so great is so perfect is the place that you want to be and she starts unraveling secrets and lies and murder and like a big plot around that um i think that would be really cool to be sort of like break that illusion that she has and she has to sort of question like her own place and like what she perceives as the truth and what's real and things like that and then she has to be a whistleblower Ooh. You know, I I always this is off topic topic, but like I always wanted to learn how to whistle, but I never could. You know, I feel like you mentioned earlier that I could have watched a YouTube video. I feel like this is also an opportunity for you to learn by watching a YouTube video. <laughs> Judgy, like forty seven people have tried to teach me how to whistle. It's just not in the cards for me. Well, you should get the sound effect on your phone. Someone could shake me for some feedback, but it wouldn't work. <laughs> uh, yes. So okay, back to murder. <laughs> back to murder. But yeah, so that is the big thing, and so it's this whole thing where this person who took themselves super seriously and then started going off the path that they didn't think that they were going to go on, and then they get super serious again. It's this whole thing of like, what do you do? Right, like when everything you thought you knew is wrong and now you sort of feel responsible because you feel like you're the only one who is like, I I have these answers, but I don't know exactly what they mean and I don't know exactly how to decode them, but you sort of feel like you have this pressure, like you're like, I know I could help figure this out and I want to bring justice for this person, but bringing justice for this person means bringing down this, you know, potentially this company that you have held in high regards and you know it's such a weird place for this person to be in so this is obviously a drama yeah it is a drama um are you gonna use like in like for the companies do you have like in mind like inspiration for what the companies are like you know like is company number one are you like okay this is gonna be based off of like sort of like amazon or do you want it to be like just completely something like Uber or something like something that exists or is this gonna be something like a completely different ball game? I guess maybe what would be interesting 
is like taking stuff and then kind of twisting it a little bit like how chuck was really supposed to work for best buy or whatever or -hmm. how those shows are like sometimes costco but not costco so i think that that is a good idea and what i would love to see is like having different things like the company that she interned with be like a drive sharing company and then she Mm -hmm. ends up working at like a medical company that like really just produces toilet paper so like mm-hmm. things like that where like they're smart s companies but they're almost so smart that they're stupid yeah yeah i think it's also very interesting to to sort of like explore that world of the sort of corporate level um technology and just sort of like digging into sort of like the bureaucracy and the layers upon layers upon layers that you can sometimes see in that so also like if she's like the lowest lady on the totem pole too and she's like i have these answers i figured this out but she's you know so deep in it no she's not a decision maker she's nothing that way um to try to figure out how to be heard and things like that and how to um, get her voice out and loud and things like that and get her positioned in a way where she can make that impact and be like I I have answers someone listen to me you know yeah and I think like that's one of the biggest things about this show is like that it's a young person and I want the protagonist to be like specifically female and like people can come for me but I want the person to be female and I want them to have not won the role to like some like guy who's very subpar, maybe average if he's lucky. And like the thing of like her supervisor being like a guy who just like downplays her. Cause I think that that is something that like happens all too frequently and something that like a lot of times we try and play for comedic effect, but like it sucks that it happens so frequently. So to have like a show where like somebody who's like very Hermione-esque did everything right ends up in a situation that like tons of people find themselves in but all of a sudden like they find like the treasure trove of mysteries that they're the only ones who can do it but they need to take partners i think that's a really big deal and i think it would also be really fun to like watch play out on screen yeah and i think it's so many of those shows like especially in the tech field um that or that are set in the tech field they always default to being like oh well we're gonna just have it be like a show with all these tech bros because you want to reflect the field you know and not that many of them challenge it or if they do they don't do it in a they do it like token-esque yeah and they do it in sort of like either a way that's like overkill versus a way that's just like sort of like a cool interesting story you know yeah and i definitely want our like protagonists to take like male partners in like the way of like the video person the janitor person like who's on the night crew like there's all of these different pieces it just like to me specifically has like the gender roles does definitely have an undertone that should be explored on screen even if it's not said explicitly yeah and i think that's so much when you talk about sort of like Um, different genders and diversity and stuff like that on screen a lot of it is just about having the representation and not being like "Ooh, we're having this person just to have this person it's like okay but let them just be a fully formed character who happens to be you know yeah this gender this you know whatever and not um have the story only rely about rely on that specific aspect of them but still allow that aspect influence the story but not only be about that if that makes sense no i think it makes 110 percent like 
it's it's again it's like that tokenism like are you doing it to do it or are you doing it because it's true to the story yeah and i think so many shows out there are are very close to some of them get it some of them are almost there and some get it really right and it's just like I think Brooklyn Nine One or what is it Brooklyn Nine One One? I always say it wrong. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I always get it wrong because I think of Reno Nine One One. You in my love brain. Reno Nine One One. God, it just makes me like, new boot goof and just kills <laughs> me every time I, see, I just think about. Okay, um, and in my brain, but I feel like they're they're like a cast that really gets it right, or like writers that really get it right. But then you also have like shows that you're like, oh god. It's it's 2020. Please step up. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah. like, the cool part of our show is that it can do that without being, like, ostentatious or over the top. And I think everybody loves, like, a good corporate espionage mystery. Like Hell yeah. And it's nice that it wouldn't be on Wall Street because it's super frequently on Wall Street. So it's a little bit of, like, a change to, yeah, like, Yeah, we're not the like wolves California. of Wall Street. Yeah, no one should be a wolf on Wall Street. Come on. What's the equivalent in California? A shark? I don't know. What's an animal that starts with a C? Cobra. The cobra's a Cali? Here are some of the people who are like, I imagine. Um, I did mention, and we discussed how it could be somebody from Pizza Vigilante. So if Pizza Vigilante, the show based off the true story, has like a breakout female character, uh, whomever that actress is, is definitely has the door open. Yes. However, if this gets co-opted before Pizza Vigilante, like, I think a uh, dream pick for the protagonist would be somebody like Katherine Langford, even though, like, she might be above this since she was in the movie Knives Out. So, like, I don't know if she does shows anymore, but if she does do shows, she should do this one. Okay, I've heard about this movie Knives Out on, like, three podcasts, but I still don't know what it's about. Is it about, like, knives and, like, throwing them? Well, that would make too much sense. Basically, it's Daniel Craig being a Southern detective by going to this, like, really wealthy family that includes, like, Jamie Lee Curtis. And, like, the, like, the patriarch of the family is, like, he dies mysteriously. So the whole thing is that they're the detectives there to figure out who did the murder. Oh, I would like this. What did I? You would really like it. It's one of those movies where... Like, I know a lot of people haven't liked it, but I think they haven't liked it because it's too true. Because there's okay. a lot of stuff about, like, classism in it and, like, mm. like wealthy people being wealthy. Ooh, okay. I'm going I'm to add it to my watch list. Maybe I'll go this It week. should come out by now soon. Like, like... Oh, is it? Like, it came out in theaters in, like, December. Or I saw it in December, so... Oh. I'm so bad with seeing movies, honestly. I still even haven't seen Cats. Like, it's a whole thing. I mean, I haven't seen Frozen 2. Oh, you know what? Frozen 2 made me cry because I'm a baby. I mean, fair. I cry in every movie, though, so... I mean, fair. I like I that you're so it. in touch with your emotions. I watched that pilot for that ridiculous new show that's, like, Glee-esque. The, like, Zoe's playlist or whatever. You mean and High School was, Musical like, on Disney Plus? No, it was... It's on... I think it's ABC. It's, like, Zoe's fun playlist or something like that. Okay. And, like... The plot is that she's getting an she gets weird headaches and she's getting an MRI and they're playing her like soothing music on like iTunes and um <laughs> and then there's an earthquake while she's in the MRI machine and everything malfunctions and the iTunes malfunctions and all the music gets like imported into her brain or something 
it's crazy and then she's like oh and then all of a sudden like she can hear people's innermost like thoughts and feelings by them like singing so like she's walking past this like person on the street and she hears that like like that um that like lonely song and then and you're telling me we did not come up with this i know i know but then it's like this whole sad plot where like her dad has like locked in syndrome or whatever so he like can't talk or whatever and he's just sort of like a veg um oh i shouldn't say that sounds bad but he's like locked in and she's like i miss you dad and she's like oh and then but he because she can hear his thoughts Aww. he like starts singing to her and i was like oh it's so beautiful and i'm like i don't but it's it wasn't even that beautiful he wasn't that good of a singer and he was singing true colors by cindy lopper and it was really like eh. but i just i cry at like every tv show and movie it's just who i am it's genetics honestly i mean i respect that like I think that that is very adorable, and it makes me love you more. Oh, thank you. Honestly, if it's a coffee commercial, I'll cry. Like, it's just who I am. Fair. <laughs> That's very fair. Honestly, if we put it, we need to put a dramatic tear-inducing finale in this show. Oh, I want her to be fired at the end of the season. Oh my god, can there be, like, a really dramatic thing where it's like, it shouldn't even be the end of the season, it should be, like, the penultimate episode. Yes. Where she has her head held high with, like, a single tear. She's taking her, like, little box of, like, trinkets out mm-hmm. with, like, a really dramatic song playing in the background. Yes. Or maybe she's doing, like, a, a voiceover or something. I don't know. We'll or, like, to... a dramatic version of the theme song. Yeah, we'll work it out in the writer's room. <laughs> but, yes, writers, please take notice that we do want her to be fired, but, like, preferably the penultimate episode, so it's the cliffhanger. Oh, you want to know why she gets fired, though? Okay, I got it. So, you find out she's fired by her boss, who's going to be, like, this total, like, dickbag, like, patriarchal, like, old old school baby boomer butt face, okay? And he's, like, super... And she just thinks he's fired because she's su- he's super sexist or whatever. And she's, like, fine. But then she gets home, and she's, like, thinking about it, and she's, like talking to her i don't know maybe like her roommate or something and then she starts piecing things together and then she realizes he's part of the big plot right like Mm -hmm. the big overall espionage thing and he's been a corporate spy this whole time but but he's been part of the company for like 30 years or something crazy so he's been a long-term spy and he was like the murderer or something something like crazy like that but maybe like we'll make it more like subtle or something so we don't want to make it like super cliche but we'll make it a thing also spoiler alert for this series that doesn't exist yet (laughs) yet is the key word yeah and i want the person to be murdered i want it to be um this sounds bad. Like, I want the person who's murdered. I want it to be, like, some, like, high, like, ranking person. Like a C-level staff. Yeah, C-suite, as they say. Oh, is that what it's called? Like, C-level, C-suite. That makes much more sense. I have, like, a lot to learn, and it extends past making furniture. I know. We're all learning. This is a year of us learning things. 2020, what was, yo. What was the thing last year, Kylie Jenner? It's like, yeah, we're just all like realizing things. Ugh. That's us, Jackie. We're just realizing things this year. I mean, yeah. 
Kylie realized things last year and she became a billionaire. So does that mean we get to be millionaires this year? I don't know. Maybe we'll get a million podcast listeners. I mean, dope. I know. Okay, wait. We still need to think of a theme song and a title for this show. Okay, so I want the. I need your help for the theme song. I'm thinking of something that would be like on the OC. (laughs) <laughs> like Trey serious as I do like the face you know like get it in the drama zone make those fake tears happen something yes. like that or you would see on like One Tree Hill do you want it to be like um like young and fun or do you want it to be drama what if we took like a Gavin DeGraw song but then we like had somebody who in like the last five years such as Billie Eilish or somebody else who's on the charts redo it Ooh, what if Lana Del Rey redoes? Because she has that sort of, like, The summertime song. But, like, that just sort of, like, voice type. And she redoes sort of, like... Because did you ever hear that remake that one band did of the um, Dawson's Creek song? I can safely say no, but I bet it was okay. It's a bop, and I'll send it to you. Please do. But, like, I sort of have, like, like I think of something, like, similar to that, where it's just, like, think of, like, sort of, like, a 90s-type show, right, maybe? Mm-hmm. Where, like, computers are new and cool, but then you have, like, <laughs> like, a theme song, like, that style, but then it just gets, like, a cool, like, modern, edgy remake by, like, ooh, like, I would say, like, Lana Del Rey or, like, Lord. Okay, Lord would be great. She did the Hunger that Hunger Games soundtrack that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Ooh, like Lauren, if you're like taking a break from your secret onion ring Instagram, oh, it's so powerful. You could you could do this. Yeah. And then okay, you need a name for this. I wanted it to be like something that's like a play on like shake for feedback or like whatever you would send the bugs to. So what like, if you just called it feedback? No, mm-hmm. too much. Mm-hmm. That would have no. to be, like, the first episode. Like, the title of yeah. the pilot is Feedback. Well, the pilot's called Pilot, but the second episode. Oh, I, I mean, you're fancy lady. Fancy lady. <laughs> Every pilot's called It's because I remember reading a tweet somewhere being like, when I was a kid, I thought it was so crazy that every show's first episode was called Pilot. <laughs> fancy that. Right? Fancy so that. weird. I feel like, um... What, could it be, like, Down in the Valley? Ooh, I sort of like that a lot. Yeah. Okay, so our show's name is Down in the Valley. Oh, wait. Okay, what was that 2000 song? It's like, baby, are you down, 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 Ugh. down, down? Yes. And then Lana Del Rey makes, like, a dramatic three-mix <laughs> song. <laughs> you have willed uh, it into existence, Diana. It's out there somewhere. Uh, oh, my. Who sings that? Some British guy. No, I thought it was like Jason. Is it Derulo. Jason Derulo? I, no, it's not. Oh, it's Jay Sean, who did nothing after. No, he's had to have done something. Okay, so Jay Sean, please give the rights to Lana Del Rey, and Lana Del Rey and/or Lord, please make us something smoky. He had a song called "Do You Remember." Obviously not. We don't. Obviously not. I was gonna be like, oh, he dated um, Ariana Grande, but that was Big Sean, not Jay Sean. Oh, Ariana. Dude, you know Big Sean's actually very small as a human. Like, he's, a, like he's, he's like, very short. I could say I'm disappointed. 
But I'm not. Didn't he have like a jet ski incidence? Um, no. I mean, maybe not that I know of, but I feel like having a jet ski incident just sounds very Hollywood. True. Could you imagine being like, oh, did you hear about um, Jay Sean? He had a jet ski incident last weekend. What does that even mean? Like, he just went on a jet ski and saw a dolphin? Like, there's so many. I can't remember what pop star it was that had, like, like very much injured themselves on a jet ski. <gasps> wait, wait. Oh, Sean. I think it was Sean Kingston. Did he almost die? Okay, that's the Sean I was thinking of. I was like, it has something to do with the name Sean. I think wow, it was Sean wait. Kingston. He had what song did he have? Was he like the one Beautiful, Beautiful Girls. Girls, which was an in retrospect an awful song. Awful. 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 <laughs> like I don't there's so many songs that I was like why was I bopping to this? Yeah, not all bops deserve to be the bops. No, they're not long standing bops. Yeah. So that is where we're at. Uh, yeah, I think that like this could definitely be like network worthy, but I would also be okay if it was like CBS All Access. I feel like this has to be like an HBO or like a Netflix or an Amazon. Like, I it has to be like a a, a series. Like, it can't be like on a main network because a main yeah. network will want to like put a shit ton of ads mm-hmm. in it, and it just would not work. It has to be seamless. Yeah, we want this to be an experience. And you sort of want it to be, like, um, remember, like, True Detective, how everyone was mm-hmm. on the edge of their seat, like, mm-hmm. for the episode? Like, you want it to be like that, but you don't want it to be, like, True Detective, where there's, like, season two, and it was, you know. It is season one season, two. folks. One, one season. season. So, I think we have gotten all of the main points. Our show's name is Down in the Valley. We have our female protagonist. We have our theme song. We know that it wants to be on a network that does not put ads in the middle. So preferably HBO, Netflix, Amazon, Showtime. You're, you can add us. And we want it to be approximately six to eight episodes long where we're around 40 to 50 minutes per episode. Slash yes. I decided that, but still. No, but that's accurate. That's what I thought. That, that's really what I was thinking. And it is one season. One yes one season so it's a mini series correct i'm about it you know what jackie i think hollywood's ready for it i think hollywood should be ready for it and if they choose to to rise to the occasion diana do you want to let them know where they can literally at us oh my god yes um feel free to visit us on our social media on the Twitter, on the Instagram, it's at Hire Us Hollywood. Um, if you want to be old school, send us an email. We got an email today. It was very exciting. Yeah. It is Hire Us Hollywood at gmail.com. Just like my dad asked me, where can people actually listen to this? And dad, you asked a great question. We are on, <laughs> have an RSS feed, which I don't know what it stands for. But we are on iTunes, Spotify, and other services that I don't know of. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. And my dad was surprised by us being available so frequently and so abundantly. So there oh you have gosh. it. You know where to listen to us, where to find us. And if you have the next great idea, let us know, because we'd also love to have you on one of our next episodes yeah holla at your girls (laughs) until next time bye